electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. This is the American Greed Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. In this episode of American Greed... We are living in perilous times. Dr. Larry Bates may sell books and DVDs preaching the value of silver and gold. The Bible is very clear. It says if you don't work, you don't eat. But his clients are the ones in peril. Your money was gone. As soon as it, it made it to him, it was gone. As the walls close in, feds are left to wonder, what are they hiding? Thank you for calling FAMC IRN. If you know the extension of the per. Executive Office is Kinsey. In May 2013, a woman in Texas records a conversation between her and the Memphis, Tennessee Office of First American Monetary Consultants. Is this a business? I feel like I'm in I'm like the twilight zone. In 2010 and 2011, she sent the company $400,000 to buy a stash of gold Swiss francs, but hasn't received a single coin. I've been waiting for over three years now. Imagine yourself having called the company in good faith and sold all of the inheritance and everything that you had saved for years. And then all of a sudden, they never call you again. Imagine if it was you. What would you do? She receives an unconvincing answer. Okay, well, I would wait to speak with Dr. Bates. He's the one who can do something about that. Mr. Bates was actually a very well-respected individual in the community. He had been a banker. He had been with the Tennessee legislature. But he was best known for the selling of precious metals. He started that business in the early 80s and in fact had developed a good reputation of performing in the industry. It's a reputation built by writing books, appearing on television and radio, and producing educational DVDs. And welcome back to the special briefing on economic and political crisis. The industry is quite straightforward. Larry Bates and his company, First American Monetary Consultants, simply broker the link between individuals who want to buy gold and companies that want to sell it. Former U.S. Attorney Larry Lorenzi. You give him money, he would purchase the gold, he would get the gold, and then he would ship it to you. Actually, a very simple transaction that goes on every day. But this company isn't concerned with the everyday. As he demonstrates in his promotional materials, it's focused squarely on the final days. Tennessee Assistant U.S. Attorney David Pritchard describes Bates' clientele. His target market was, was Christians. And he talked about how it's predicted that troubled times are coming. And he would talk about how the Bible advocates for the importance of gold. Gold and silver is money. Anything else is credit. It's been that way for 5,000 years. Bates puts his image and name on books, gives seminars, sends out newsletters, and appears on Christian broadcasts nationwide. He even starts his own radio syndicate, the Information Radio Network. 
What is the world coming to? Well, a large part of the world is coming to news and views on the Information Radio Network every weekday afternoon from 1 to 3 Eastern. The end of the pitch, be it on TV, through the radio, or in books, is always the same. Buy precious metals and buy them through FAMC. Those of you watching the uh, video, uh, you'll see a number on your screen. You can call and get a free economic uh, package. But Bates offers more than just economic resources to investors. He reveals the tools to protect their assets, some of which can be found in the storage shed. There's a little bit of a conspiracy aspect of what he advocated. He talked about, in some of the literature, something called midnight gardening, for example, as a way to hide your assets from particularly the, the government. And what he advocated was getting a piece of PVC pipe and putting your precious metals inside the pipe, sealing it up, digging a hole someplace safe, maybe your backyard, several feet down, burying the PVC pipe, then putting a piece of metal, like a metal bar, on top of that. And so if somebody came looking for it with a metal detector, for example, they'd find the metal bar, but not the PVC pipe buried below. Larry Bates was selling more than we are just investor in precious metals. He was selling really a way of life. And there were a lot of people uh, who bought into that uh, the country was heading in the wrong direction, that it was facing economic turmoil. Uh, many of these people were religious and they viewed Larry Bates as a religious person who would not steal their money. He doesn't just seem like he won't steal. As seminar footage proves, he'll stand on stage and actually pray for his investors. I'm gonna be obedient right now because I feel the Lord lead me to pray over every one of you for a spirit of boldness. Let's bow your heads while we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. She and I went to Israel, which was a dream for her. She, um, she always dreams of going back to, you know, tour the Holy Land. Joshua Benson's mother, Lynn, is a devout Christian. And like many Christians across the country, she hears a voice crying out in the wilderness. Larry Bates on the Information Radio Network. We would uh, listen to the radio show. It was called um, Unraveling the New World Order. <laughs> Across the nation and around the world, welcome to Unraveling the New World Order. It's live talk at its best. It seemed very sound. It was, okay, here's how the system works. Here's how you can be wise about it. And it was very biblically based, so it sounded trustworthy. From her home in Denver, Len Benson sends FAMC $50,000, essentially her entire life savings. Joshua says she expects her goal to arrive in a matter of weeks. It doesn't. Less than half is delivered. But the delivery method is worth its own weight in gold, a visit from Dr. Bates himself. I remember him coming to the house, opening the package, delivering it, and uh, you know, I, I was kind of honored. Wow, he's, he's in our house. He's here. The personal touch only affirms their belief in their Christian neighbor. It definitely came off as, as honorable and trustworthy, and we found out otherwise. More and more clients of FAMC are beginning to discover Larry Bates may not have their best interests at heart, but his biggest lie is that he's using their money to buy gold. The customers were paying their money in advance of getting the coins. And so the money was coming in, but it was being spent on other things. You know, by 2008, for example, there was a little over $15 million in unfulfilled orders. 
And by the next year, it was like $23 million. The people that we were dealing with obviously were folks who waited the 30 to 60 business days, didn't get their coins, and instead started getting a whole series of excuses for why their coins weren't being delivered. And that ranged from problems with the U.S. Mint to problems finding the quality of coins that Dr. Bates wanted them to have, problems with the coins being held up in customs. There were European coins coming from overseas. Uh, none of that was true. These people were not looking to get rich fast, weren't looking to have their investment double. These people were looking to have a safe spot to park their money. But despite the outpouring of faith, Larry Bates doesn't count his blessings, he spends them. FBI Special Agent Ken Bryant. Because of the collapse in 2007, and with gold and silver prices rising, more and more customers started investing with FAMC and there was a huge influx of money that came in. And then starting in 2008, Larry Bates started peeling out thousands and thousands of dollars and pushing it to his own personal investment account. Larry Bates took about $2.5 million in customer monies out of FAMC's primary bank account. And over a period of time, he took that $2.5 million and made about $5 million off of it in this trading. But instead of putting that money back into FAMC to buy precious metals for his customers, he took it out and put it in his own personal account and used that to build uh, this 11,000 square foot mansion that's about an hour and a half outside of Memphis where he and his wife lived. And the fruits of his labor don't only go to Larry Bates. He provides shelter for his children as well. Their son Chuck and his family was uh, virtually right next door. This was on a 300 acre piece of property that was located in a very remote area of West Tennessee. A perfect place for midnight gardening to flourish. Bates' younger son, Robert, also uses the proceeds to buy a house of his own, to share with his new bride and Larry Bates' secretary, Kenzie Brown Bates. And while waiting for society to collapse, the Bates family uses their clients' money for earthly pleasures. Generally, it was just sort of a, a luxurious lifestyle for Larry Bates and his family. They were spending well more than they were taking in as a, as a profit margin. Over the course of you know, the 10 years approximately that, that we focused on, there were over $2 million in credit card charges for various things. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. And members of the family play their role in the family fraud. Chuck and Robert had been with the FAMC since the early 2000s. Kinsey Bates answered the phone. She would talk to a lot of the customers. She took many of the calls of customers crying and pleading for their money. And many times she would just give an excuse. U.S. Postal Inspector Susan Link. 
These phone messages are from 2009. You have seven calendar days to get gold or refund to him. He is a police officer and will issue a fraud complaint and you will get a personal visit. This one talked about a $50,000 check that had been sent in four months ago. And this next step was to get an attorney. This individual, again, for Bob Bates in February of 2010, is saying he's going to call the attorney general. You know, something else that they would do that allowed this to continue for so long is that people would be complaining about, give me my coins, I want them. And they would say, well, look, this is a perfect time for you to sell your gold coins and get into silver. We see that silver is getting ready to skyrocket. It's the exact pitch Lynn Benson hears, much to her dismay. They called her to say, hey, we, um, we kind of forecast that the price of silver is going to really go up. So if you exchange your gold for silver when the price goes up, you can sell it back to us and make a profit. Benson drives from Denver to an FAMC satellite office in Fort Collins, Colorado, with the $15,000 of gold she had received, and gives it back to FAMC, hoping to exchange it for silver. At this point in her life, with her health deteriorating and her prospects fading, she needs the money. Around the 2008 crash, she got laid off and started doing freelancing, graphic design that she studied, and in copywriting, just looking for freelance work. But she didn't find much of it, and this was basically what she had to live off of, but she didn't have access to it. As the months go by, she sees no coins and no silver lining. She got to a point saying, I don't care if it's silver or gold, I just need my money. You know, I'm losing my house, I need it fast. Her house falls into foreclosure, and without access to her money, she can't afford to pay the premiums on her $100,000 life insurance policy created for her three children and loses it. Had to file bankruptcy, had to downscale twice. After losing the house, she moved into a one-bedroom apartment and then even couldn't keep that up. Had to move from the one-bedroom apartment into just a room in somebody's house that was renting a room. The stress of all that, um, plus filing bankruptcy, plus losing her life insurance, you know, you could visibly see, you know, it taking a toll on her body and her health. Suffering from multiple debilitating illnesses that only multiply under the stress, she is desperate, and she lets the Bates family know about it. That is cold, rude, and uncaring. Try moving out of your home when you're so weak you can hardly open a jar. I guess that's no big deal to you. All of you have ignored my situation, which shows you don't give a rip. And that's what surprises me the most, is that there was no sympathy, no apology, uh, just very... Almost everyone that we encountered as a victim in the case heard about FAMC through some sort of religious programming. They preyed on people that were truly good Christian people and have faith that, that the Bates were trying to do the best for them. The stories of how uh, the loss of this money impacted uh, folks were, were just heartbreaking. I mean, it was everything from inability to pay for, for medical care for themselves or loved ones. Uh, there were one story came from a woman who whose uh, stepdaughter came down with cancer. 
and didn't have the insurance to pay for the chemotherapy. Larry Bates was well aware of the harm that he was inflicting. He was well aware of the need that many people had for this money. They're telling them, they're emailing them us. Yeah, they know. These just make me shake. And this was when we uh, took her off of life support. Len Benson passes just weeks before Joshua's wedding in May 2015. Yeah, she suffered. Yeah. The stress of all that, plus filing bankruptcy, plus losing her life insurance, all took a toll on her body at once. She wanted, you know, to, to take care of us and, you know, pass on an inheritance to her kids and grandkids. And she looked forward so much to having grandkids. And, uh, Unfortunately, he was not able to, to meet them. All Joshua can do is wonder why it had to be this way. Just the cold, you know, writing off is what, what really, you know, is disturbing. And I would just like to know why. A lot of investors want to know why, and their number is increasing. Our investigation actually was initiated because there was a Shelby County Sheriff's deputy that was contacted by a victim that reported that they had been victimized by the Bates family, and they contacted us to let us know about the fraud. The U.S. Postal Inspection Service and the FBI combined to identify 368 victims across the country for a total loss of more than $21 million. It's enough to put Larry Bates in front of a jury to face 46 charges, including wire fraud and conspiracy. Chuck, Bob, and Kinsey faced multiple of the same charges as well. He pled not guilty, so did everyone else, and we proceeded to trial. It was about a, a five-week trial. We put on probably 40 to 50 victims from around the country. But not one of the victims seems to elicit an ounce of remorse from the Bates family. There was absolutely no emotion whatsoever. They could tell the most horrific and heartfelt story, and there was no expression on any of the defendants' faces. Of course, according to the Bates family, none of this is their fault to begin with. Larry Bates, his defense was that it was just a bad business. The business just went bad, and it didn't work out. As the trial ended, I became convinced that what the entire family expected or was hoping for was some type of divine intervention. Um, to the end, they felt that somehow that they were going to be delivered and that a not guilty verdict was going to come back. We're the victims of a John conspiracy. These are totally bogus allegations. They just need to come and confess their sins because let me just tell you, God's gonna deal with them. If the divine does intervene with the jury, it's not on behalf of the Bates family. They came back in, in less than a day, and so it was it was gratifying to us that they heard the proof and were able to process it and, and come to a, a fairly quick con conclusion of guilty on all counts as to all, uh, all the defendants in the case. Despite a clean sweep of guilty verdicts, all four defendants are released on bond before sentencing, but they don't bide their time while awaiting judgment. The Bates family always professed the government would be coming after their money, and this time they're actually right when authorities make an interesting discovery during a search. They came across a lease to a storage bin here in Memphis, Tennessee. This was very late in the day, and they actually placed a lock on the storage facility. It's obviously gated, 
see here in a second, this is Bob and Kenzie pulling up. Once they get in, uh, we think that they realized that there had been uh, locks placed on at least one of the, of the units at that point. And so Bob makes a phone call and uh, subsequently walks up to the front entrance. He uh, had called a friend of his and asked that friend uh, to bring a pair of bolt cutters up to the storage unit. And here you see in the clip that he's starting to bring out bags and what looked to be suitcases from that storage unit and putting them inside of the SUV. We don't know what was in the bags, but obviously it was very important to them to get to the bags and cut the lock off the storage unit to get in to get their stuff. And so our position to the court was that there was something they wanted, like the coins or potentially bulk currency, that they wanted for themselves. Although the government believes the Bates family may have stashed some money away, there is still a reckoning to face. On September 5th, 2017, Larry Bates is sentenced to 262 months, almost 22 years in prison. Chuck and Robert Bates each received more than 12 years, and Kinsey Bates is hit with more than five. Appeals from the four defendants are pending, and they all neglect to respond to requests to speak to American Reed. But in poor health, Larry Bates may never breathe free air again. However, the others probably will. And the U.S. Attorney's Office is determined that if there is hidden money out there, it will see the light of day. We did determine that, at least in what we could find through the paperwork, that more coins were purchased than what was delivered. I think when you look at uh, the big picture, um, there are precious metals out there, and I'm convinced that we will find them. Thanks for listening to the American Read Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.